Hey sis, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Haley. I'm Emma. And today we're going to be doing our second episode in our relationship series, which is what we're doing all of February. So last week we talked about conflict in friendships or in relationships or however you want to apply it. And today we're doing a little relationship Q&A. We asked you guys on our Instagram to send in questions you had for us. So we're just going to answer those. Yeah. All right. Our first question is... (laughs) Who should pay on the first date? Uh. Emma just raised her hand to answer. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. I think that if a boy asks you on a date, he should probably pay. I think so too. I think whoever does the asking should pay. Yeah. So if you ask someone on a date, you should probably pay. Mm -hmm. If you ask someone on a date, don't expect them to pay. But if you're asked on a date, I feel like I would probably be like, you should probably pay. You should probably pay. You asked me to go out with you. Yeah. (laughs) Not naming any names here. (laughs) That literally happened daily, like two weeks weeks ago. ago. (laughs) Uh, Okay, second question. What is the worst date you've ever been on? My RA sent this in, who I live with. Okay, hang on. Let me think about this. I don't have one, honestly. Honestly, (laughs) I don't know if I've had like a worst date. However, the worst is when they keep you out till like four in the morning. Like, (laughs) you're like, can we please go back? And they're like, no, we're gonna do this. I'm like, literally, there's nothing to do. Like, we're just driving around or like, yeah you know i'm just like no well i feel like neither of us i haven't dated people that much and you've dated people only like like seriously i feel like not really like i not seriously but like you had a long-term boyfriend yeah so yeah you know what i'm saying like it's not like you were dating for like like going on a million dates with the randos yeah no i've never had like super random yeah i feel like i haven't either i feel like that might change as we get older but for now it is changing it is but for now in college, I haven't had any super terrible dates. Yeah, the worst are just when they don't listen to you at all. <laughs> You're just like, take me home, and they're like... You're like, please, I need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Are relationships more about making it work or basic compatibility? Mm, good one. I would say probably... I mean, I think compatibility is like super super important yeah. like if you're not compatible and you don't have anything in common then like what do you even talk yeah. about you know yeah but also having been in like a four-year relationship sometimes you don't really like like that person yeah as much as you did in the beginning or like did the day before you know like yeah. liking people kind of fluctuates I feel like and yeah, so totally. sometimes you just have to choose okay I'm gonna choose to like love you and like put you first and to like value our relationship and like the time that we had together more than like what my feelings are at this point yeah I agree with that no I think that's definitely like true and I think like compatibility is necessary but not sufficient you know how you'd like say that in math (laughs) um like you I think you have to have compatibility because like you said like otherwise what the heck are you even doing what are you talking about like what do you do together but that's not gonna like sustain you like if you're just compatible like relationships are like hard work and that's not gonna sustain your relationship for the long run and there are gonna be days where you yeah you love them but you might not like them (laughs) and choosing to like put in the work I think in those times yeah uh next question tips for doing long distance and continuing to progress in your relationship have you done long distance Mm, I mean not really like kind of he was like an hour away yeah (laughs) (laughs) when mine was in a different country (laughs) yeah um so we still only saw each other like yeah once every two weeks yeah yeah (laughs) do you think it's beneficial i'm like personally a huge advocate for long distance and i know that's a really unpopular opinion i 
I mean, it sucks. Like, my sister's going through it right now, and it's, like, I just can't imagine, honestly. But they have grown, like, a lot more together in it, I think. And their relationship is, like, a thousand times stronger than it was, like, when he left. So, I don't think it's necessary, but if it has to happen, like, it can be done if both sides are, like, willing to put in the work, because it does take a lot more work and, like, headspace than, like... If someone's just, like, lives down the street from you. Yeah. Yeah. So. I agree. I think, like I said, I think it's really beneficial if, like, both parties are invested. I think it really, like, strengthens the foundation of your relationship, like, a lot. I think tips for, like, progressing your relationship, even while they're further away, is like if you're a christian or like whatever religion you adhere to i think like keeping that in the center of your relationship so like sending each other like spiritual thoughts or like what you're reading and things like that can help praying for each other praying for each other yeah exactly um doing that i think can help being like really intentional like sending him packages or like letters or like cute things like that like obviously texting and calling and facetiming like thank goodness for that because otherwise it's literally horrible but also i think kind of those like more old-fashioned long-distance things are cute and like can be fun and And, no I was just saying like it it was always fun for me to like send him a package or like a letter like I love doing that it was so fun yeah and one thing that Macy's boyfriend does is he'll like ask her on a movie date even though they're like so far away and so they'll like FaceTime each other and then like start the movie at the same time yeah and just like like figure out how to spend that like quality time together yeah without physically being there yeah is like really good yeah I think that's really good just like do finding those little intentional things you can do in your relationship um it definitely I think it's harder work like it's not a relationship of convenience so you have to like it's like a lot harder but making that a priority and also like it does really suck and so if you're sad like finding someone who understands yeah and like letting yourself be sad because he's not there because you're with your friends and like you're like oh I know exactly where he'd be if he were here or like big events and he's like not there like that honestly does suck so like find a support system or somebody who understands like what you're going through I think in that too yeah that's good um next question what do you think about being friends before being in a relationship and how does how does dating fit into that progress like do you think you have to be friends first do you think it ideal ideal yeah I would 100% want to be friends first however that's (laughs) like really it's like a really hard transition yeah, I agree. Once you're friends and, like, you establish that, it's really hard to be, like, okay, yeah, like, like now let's date, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, a lot of times I think there's, like, people that, like, are really good friends and they're, like, I mean, I would be down, but, like, I don't know, I don't want to ruin our friendship or, right. like, I don't want to, I don't know, mess up, like, what we have right now. So they put their, like, feelings for that person aside. Yeah. And so maybe it's slightly more complicated, but also it's, like, I want to know the person I'm going to yeah. be, like dating I don't know yeah does that make sense no it does I agree I think it's ideal but I think like even if you weren't like friends first like if you like meet someone and he like asks you out or whatever like I think you can still establish that like foundation of friendship yeah first if I that totally makes agree sense. like getting to know the person and like who they are as a person and like their story and things like that without just like jumping into like being romantic I guess yeah I agree yeah um okay next question sorry I'm asking all the questions I have <laughs> journal in front of us how do you set physical emotional and spiritual boundaries i'm gonna give this one to you uh, i literally was like i'm not answering that oh wait this is the one you were gonna answer no i don't oh. still want to answer that either. oh mm, i think it's really freaking hard i think i don't have enough experience to answer that i think it needs to be talked about more though <laughs> this is a really freaking good question <laughs> and we don't know <laughs> we're working on it 
I think, well, okay, as far as like emotional boundaries, I think it's the same as in a friendship. The same concepts kind of apply. I guess when I'm thinking of emotional boundaries, I'm thinking more of like not letting yourself be taken advantage of or like yeah. giving too much or like having kind of like that unequal, which I have been in like a situation like that where it's like yeah. an unequal give and take. So I think those same like things apply. Physical boundaries. Okay, physical boundaries. I think, I mean, being raised in a Christian home, it's like a lot of mindset around all of that is like none until you get married and then it's all yours and I'm just like "Mm, that's slightly unrealistic yeah I agree and I mean I was raised in a traditional like used to be Baptist church yeah so whatever but then as I grew up and experienced like relationship I think that physical boundaries there's like a lot that happens between like kissing and then like doing it you know what I'm saying for sure (laughs) so I think that knowing what your boundaries are and like what is giving too much of yourself to a person before they like it's theirs to have you know what i'm saying and then also just like religiously like bringing god into it which kind of sounds weird but it's like true it's like god like if something that's happening or that i'm doing isn't like in line with like what you have for me or like what's good for me like i want to feel convicted by it and so like give yourself grace to like make some mistakes but then be strong enough to like pull back if you need to yeah I agree and I think like remembering the why behind it too because I think like some people are like we can't do this because like it's a sin and like it's bad and I'm like that's not like that's that's not why like we're quote-unquote not supposed to do those things it's like because God's trying to like protect our hearts I think and like remembering that that it's not just like oh you can't do this because it's bad I mean I know a lot of people like that's honestly a lot of the teaching I think in Christian homes that was like never what it was in my house but yeah I think remembering the like why behind it too is important okay excellent (laughs) next question thoughts on dating somebody that is not the same faith as you ladies I've done it kind of I wouldn't recommend (laughs) yeah I think it's real okay I think it's easier if, like, you're a really strong Christian and the person you're dating, like, isn't a believer. I think that's easier than if you're both two really strong believers in your respective faiths. Yeah. Like, that is something that's really freaking difficult to overcome. Yeah. And, like, when you think about, like, your faith is, like, what you base your life decisions on. And so if that doesn't match up with the person that you're with, it's, like, so much is going to be harder. Like, every part of your relationship is going to be harder because you're not going to have that, like, basis to, like, center your decisions off of. Yeah. I think, like, it can be done. I definitely think it's possible. I think it's just a lot more difficult than yeah. a regular relationship. I think, too, it's, like, knowing, like, the big core values versus, like, the details. Like, if someone's a different denomination... It's fine. It's fine. Mo- depending. Most of the time. Yeah. Unless it's, like, really extremes. Right. <laughs> um, but, like, if someone's, like, completely different where, like, values don't align and things like that, like Emma was saying, then that's going to be really hard. But if it's just, like, the details of how you practice your faith is different, I think it can, like, it, it can easily That's be fine. done. It's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. Like, everyone should have their own individual, like, relationship yeah. with God. I agree. How do you keep God at the center of your relationship? So, I've never really had a relationship where that was, like, a huge priority. <laughs> Tea. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but um, my sister and her boyfriend do this really well. <laughs> yes, <Macy>. And <laughs> a lot of, like, what I see in them that I, like, really find, like, inspirational is that, like, they will be having a hard time, and instead of being, like, oh, my gosh, this sucks, like, I miss you, blah, 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 yeah, they'll be, like, okay, let's pray about it, or, like, yeah. 
Totally. Um, sometimes he'll, like, get up with her and do devotions with her while she's getting ready. Or it's just, like, the sweetest stuff. Like, they spend time together with Jesus, if that yeah. makes sense. no, it does. And I just find that mind-blowing. Yeah. No, especially because they're so young. <laughs> yeah. I'm shook. Not me as a junior you? in high school. No. Yeah. yeah, I think those are, like, really good tips. I think praying for each other is huge. Asking what the other person needs prayer for. And just praying for them even when they, like don't know like I just think that's like such a huge thing uplifting each other like based on scripture and like truth when the other person needs it Mm -hmm. I also think having like whatever religion you are like yeah like friends that have the same faith as you because relationship even though it's like physical like their person you know yeah whatever it's like a spiritual thing too like you're committing your like life and like self to like a person you know what I'm saying yeah yeah I don't know does that make sense no it does it does I agree with that I think um again it's like continually working on it like you can't be like keeping god at the center of your relationship is something that i think requires a lot of hard work like it's not just a passive process and you like really have to make it a priority in your relationship if you want that to be the center next question is how do you stay content in singleness excellent question i love this question yes you just do it no i'm just kidding (laughs) all right y'all i had been in a relationship since i was 14 up until i was like 20 yeah so like a substantial amount of my life like I was always like with somebody even if it wasn't like the same like I was always dating someone if that makes sense yeah so coming out of that I thought it was gonna be like really hard to be single and turns out I freaking love it I'm like oh maybe I never want to date anyone again (laughs) (laughs) just kidding I think one of the biggest things to remember while being single is that like you will never have a time in your life where you just have to worry about what do you want to do yeah (laughs) and as a selfish bee I really like that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah but just like use this time to like invest in the things that like make you you and like Mm -hmm. make you happy like whether that be like learning an instrument or going dancing or um doing a freaking podcast or growing your friendships in general yeah there's like so much that you can do with the time that you have as a single person that you wouldn't have in a relationship and I think that's like really cool yeah I agree I kind of not the opposite kind of the opposite I well I just had a really weird relationship for the last three years but I honestly really haven't dated anybody I've pretty much been single my whole life and I think one of the biggest things is like focusing on the other relationships in your life and cultivating those Mm -hmm. not thinking like oh I'm missing out on something but instead being like look at all these great people I have in my life and like how can I build those relationships and invest in them and like pour into them and I think that like has helped me a lot is just realizing like if I was dating somebody over the past three years or if he was like physically here with me I wouldn't have built the friendships that I have because that wouldn't have been my focus and I wouldn't have that strong those like strong friendships built um so focusing on that and having gratitude in that I think and then like you were saying investing in yourself and the things you like to do and just taking this time to like figure out yourself because Mm -hmm. honestly that's the best thing you can do is like preparing for like whoever what like whoever the person is gonna be is so important because I think a lot of people we see like a lot of people going into relationships feeling like they're half a person Mm -hmm. and looking for somebody to like complete them or fix them and that is honestly like a really unhealthy mindset so focusing on like yourself as a whole person healing from stuff like that you haven't dealt with so that you don't bring like those wounds into like your next relationship or just yeah I think figuring out like who you are clarifying your purpose and what you want and like all of those things that just working on yourself as a whole person so that you can go into a relationship like 
ready to like compliment the other person compliment with an e not compliment with an i like compliment the other person and like build each other up together instead of feeling like oh there's this void in me that needs to be like fixed or Mm -hmm. like filled by another person because that's not going to happen like another person is not going to fix you because they have their own like crap and brokenness and we like can't have that expectation of people yeah and it's like normal to feel lonely sometimes like we're all relational human beings but I think having those friends and like having a community around you that like understands you and like knows your heart that's also probably why it's a little bit easier right now is because like our entire friend group is single basically yeah that's very true (laughs) and so we're all just like having a good time but another thing I want to say is like if you want to go on a date go on a date yes 100 percent. even if it's just like even if it's just like a friend date or like you go do something fun with your siblings or you know what I'm saying like yeah you don't have to just be sitting in your room the whole time you're single no not at all I can't go on a date like go do date things who cares go do date things by yourself like yeah it's no, fun I'm I, freaking going to go there by myself this week yeah I love it no I definitely agree with that the perfect person for you is not going to just like walk through the door you know like yeah first of all scary second of all like it just doesn't happen <laughs> like that so keep doing the things you like want to do and don't be like I don't know it's not like you're just waiting around for someone yeah exactly Okay, excellent. That was really rambly. Hope some of that helped. I love that question. <laughs> uh, we'll probably honestly do like a whole episode on this because we really like this topic and we've learned a lot about it. I love being single. Yeah. Also, one of the things that um, somebody, a friend told me that like someone else told them was like, don't just date for the sake of dating because like, while yes, go on like fun dates and stuff, but like if the person you're, being single is it. amazing. Yeah. So if the person does like, doesn't, doesn't make, make you want to give up your single life like it's not worth it yeah yeah preach who said that to you because it sounds like me <laughs> libby jones <laughs> oh yeah yeah well she said to asia asia said it to me but yeah um like if you if that person doesn't make you doesn't make being in a relationship look better than being single like it's not worth it amen preach yeah anyway that has like changed my mindset so much i'm like oh wow that is good because yeah. i'm like happy right now yeah so yeah or anyway <laughs> All right. How do you celebrate your friends in new relationships while also being content where you're at? This is kind of like a spinoff of the last one, but I think it's... Yeah, I think it's good. I just have them like totally separate in my head. Really? I think I struggle more sometimes when I'm like, wait, why is it happening for someone else and not me? Not necessarily like I want that guy that they're with because obviously I don't. Right. But like... Why, why did they like find someone and I didn't or something like that but like switching that mindset to being like okay it's not like there's like x amount of guys in the world and she got one of them and now there's one less guy for, like that's not it it's not we've talked about this before like I think yes. it's like an abundance mindset versus yeah. a scarcity mindset yep and so switching that that's good yeah so I'll answer that yeah I think that at first it was kind of hard to be like oh I want like when I first became single it was kind of yeah. hard to be like oh like they're in a relationship like those things were fun when we yeah. did that yeah but now it's just like oh my gosh that's so fun for her but a lot of the times I'm like I don't want I don't yeah. want to be in a rela- relationship right now like I'm extremely happy where I'm at and like there hasn't been a person to like make being single or like, like not appealing yeah, yeah so it's like I'm gonna be so happy for them because she found that but I didn't so it's like yeah why be sad about it I guess yeah I like know. there's not less for you yeah yeah I agree. Okay, how do you have hard conversations with your significant other? I think this one is good for you because I'm like, just do it. (laughs) For me? Yeah. I think being, like, very clear and upfront about it. Like, don't let things fester. That's a really gross word. Yeah, it is. But I think that's that's how I'm going to describe it. (laughs) Like, don't let things build. Like, if there's, like, an issue, again, like we said in our conflict 
episode. It's not like every single thing that bothers you, like address it. Like, no, he's gonna annoy you sometimes, a lot of the time, and you can't, you can't address every single thing or you'll never get anywhere. But like, if there is something that is really bothering you, like just address it Mm -hmm. and be clear with how you feel. Take ownership for how you feel. Don't put it on them. Maybe listen to our conflict podcast. Yeah, (laughs) definitely recommend the conflict podcast. And I think see it as an opportunity for growth. Like Mm -hmm. look at it as like, okay, this is a hard conversation, but like it's an opportunity for us to like grow together as a couple. And it's like an opportunity for us to strengthen our foundation. And I think like switching that mindset is really helpful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really do just recommend the conflict podcast. Yeah, I think we touched on like a lot of this in the conflict podcast. Um, we talked more about friendships in that one, but honestly like applicable to relationships. Yeah, totally. totally. Okay, what are your deal breakers and must-haves slash non-negotiables? <laughs> I told Haley I wasn't gonna talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> Still ask it. I think, okay, I'm not gonna list ours because honestly I don't really think people need to know ours. Yeah. Um, But I think thoughts about the concept of deal breakers and non-negotiables I wrote down thoughts I think that like it's less about somebody checking off a list of traits and more about like someone having shared values and how someone treats you like I don't think you should have a list of non-negotiables where it's like he has to be six six feet feet tall like I don't think it's about having a list of traits because one, the person you might end up with is going to be, is probably going to be totally different than how you imagine them when you mm-hmm. were freaking 14 years old, <laughs> you know? So like, I think it's more about knowing what your values are and wanting someone with shared values. And that's different for like every person. Like, I don't think there's like, everyone has to have the same non-negotiables or deal breakers. So I think, again, values. And then I think like deal breakers would be like, if someone treats you a particular way, like yes. know how you want to be treated. Yeah. Again, looks different for everyone. But I think like, being like, okay, it's a non-negotiable if they, like, treat me like this. If yeah. they... It's like, it goes back to, like, those expectations and standards. Like, have yeah. expectations for yourself of, like, the kind of person you want to be in a relationship, but then also have, like, standards for other people of, like, this is, this is what I deserve. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. And I think if you have non-negotiables for someone else, like, sis, you better have the same standards for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're like, I want a good Christian guy who goes to church every Sunday and reads his Bible every day... And then you literally don't put any effort into your faith. Like... That's going to be a no. Yeah, you need to have the same standards for yourself. Yeah. You can't expect something of someone else that you're not, like, doing yourself. Doing yourself. Ooh. Um, that's good. <laughs> thanks. Okay. Um, do you believe in the one or soulmates? This was not a question oh, we got, but no. I wanted to talk about it. No, ma'am. No, ma'am, either for me. I think that the idea is cute and romantic and we all want to be swept off our feet. But in reality, like, I don't think there's, like, the perfect one for you. Yeah. I think there's, like, a type of personality that you're going to yeah. get along really well with and that you're going to be able to do life really well with. But there isn't the one out there for yeah us. Yeah. I think, like, something I heard, I think it was Chelsea Curtis's mom said this, that it's, like, way more romantic to have someone that you like choose yeah and like work on things with than having like the perfect person yeah like it's not just like randomly left up to like chance or fate or anything like that it's way more romantic when you like choose that person continually because that's freaking hard yeah and um okay because if there's like just the one for you then like if your person's in Arizona and you go to school in like New York you're not just gonna miss them like that's not how it works you're not just gonna like miss the person if you make the wrong choice in life yeah quote unquote wrong choice if that makes sense yeah yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, if you choose to go to Phoenix, like, for college yeah. instead of, like, New York, like... You're not just going to miss your person. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. So, bottom line, 
No, there are people that it will work with, and it just requires hard work of yeah. you. And I think it requires, like, knowing what you need, too. Yeah. And I think once you choose that person, they do become the one. Yeah, totally. But, yeah. <laughs> once you commit to that person... They're the one. Once you put a ring on it... <laughs> yeah. Don't go back. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. How do you create a balance between... I don't know the answer to this one. How do you create a balance between trusting God's person for you and trusting your decisions? Like so I understand the concept of this. Like I think what I understand the concept. I don't know. Yeah, I the what's being asked I think is like how do I decipher like what I want and like trusting God's timing kind of thing. Yeah, or like not just like pushing what you want. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. or going only off your emotions. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's like a couple things that like might be like signs that God could be giving you. It's like, is that person interested or not? Are you in a place that you can, like, handle a relationship or not? Like, I just think there's, like, some signs that are given throughout, I don't know, like, life and, like, the relationship that you have with that person that, like, may be, like, indicators of, like, am I just wanting this person because they're a good person or am I just wanting this person because it's, like, what God has? Yeah. Because if it's what God has, it's not going to feel forced, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree with that. I think it's, like, hard to... It's hard to not let your emotions get in the way. Like, I want this person so bad, mm-hmm. but I know this is, like, not it. And this yeah. is not the plan. And, like, that's hard to walk away from. Yeah, oh, totally. Like... I think that a lot of times people, like, put this relationship, like, up on a pedestal and yeah, be like, God, this relationship. Where, in reality, like, this person that you want to be with, like, should just enhance your life. They shouldn't be your life. And so it's, like, yes, if you snaps. have that mindset of going into it I think that's an indicator in itself because it's like they are not your life yeah even as like married in remar- yeah, married totally. relationships I see like they are they cannot do it your together life. yeah they're not each other's life and so it's like to remember that I think is yeah. like huge in this time being like god I'd really like that person and so if that's like you're you're doing like please keep doing what you're doing yeah. I guess but like that's not the biggest thing. Yeah. There are other things that he wants you to be doing. And I think sometimes if it's too hard, take that as a sign. Yeah. Like, I remember in the last situation I was in, I was like, is it hard? Because it's, like, supposed to be hard because relationships are hard. Or is it hard because God doesn't want this? And I think there is a line. <laughs> and guess what? Plot twist. It was hard because God didn't want it. <laughs> you were wondering. And then, again, that came from, like, clearly hearing him say like this is not what I have for you this is not the person for you and being like wow that really sucks because I invested so much time and energy into this person but then like walking away Mm -hmm. and trusting that I heard him Mm -hmm. and And not trying to push my own will yeah and it's okay to like invest time and effort into people and not have it work out yeah and not have it work out and it not be God's plan because like you at the end of the day learned more of like what you wanted yeah I agree. Um, I think that's a good question to end on. I agree. So we hope that you guys have an amazing Valentine's Day. This will be coming out the 13th. Valentine's Day is the 14th, obviously. We hope you have fun if you're with your significant other, if you're just hanging out with your friends, whatever you're doing. We hope it's a great day. We hope you know that we love you. Mm-hmm. We're very grateful for you. Emma, where can they find us? You can find us at the Hasis Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, you can email us hello.hasispodcast at gmail.com. I should probably check that email. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it exists sometimes. 
um yeah you can do that you can leave us a rating and review on the apple podcasts that helps us out so much yeah please please leave us a rating and review send this to your friends if you think that they would enjoy it share it on your stories we'll repost and join us next week we will be doing an episode on heartbreak which we really don't (laughs) want to do and have been putting it off for like six months so we'll see you next week for that bye sis (laughs) 